Hello and welcome to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. I'm Mitch Horton and you're listening to the Victory Church Daily Podcasts, a short message designed to help people become all that God created them to be and live their life to the fullest. We cover a variety of topics all centered around practical Christian living. We keep this podcast completely free so that it's accessible to everyone. All that we ask is that if you enjoy it, please share it and leave us a review. This helps us get our message out. Thanks for listening. Now let's go get to it. Hello and welcome to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. This is Pastor Mitch Horton. Again, so glad to be with you today. I have enjoyed just sharing a brief word with you Monday through Friday. Let me encourage you again, uh, subscribe to the podcasts, share them with your friends, and email me. I would love to hear questions you may have about the subject matter and uh, comments you may have. Pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com is my email address. would love to hear from you. I've been talking about healing again for a number of weeks, and so here we are. Um, it's probably four or five weeks into it. <clears throat> right now, we're winding down. We're talking about uh, seven different ways that you can exercise faith in God to be healed. And uh, so we're going over those um, one by one. Uh, you can uh, you can command, number one, you can command in the name of Jesus that Satan take his hands off your body. We mentioned that last time. So again, seven different ways you can be uh, exercise your faith to be healed. The second way is, and we'll get right into it today, pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. You can exercise faith in God to be healed by praying. Now, this is often the method that I use. John 16, Jesus said this in John 16, 23 and 24, and in that day, you will ask me nothing. He said, most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Verse 24, until now you have asked nothing in my name, ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Jesus was still with the disciples, and so he was offering, often doing things for them. He was preparing them for the time that he would leave, and he said, in that day, in the day I'm not with you, you will ask me nothing. He was saying, don't pray directly to me. What did he say do? Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, Remember we mentioned last time, when you, when you speak to the Father in the name of Jesus, it's as though you're, Jesus himself is speaking to the Father. When you do something in someone's name, you're doing it on their behalf the way they would do it. So he said, I mean, he gave us the, he gave us the privilege of going to the Father because he's our advocate, because he's our attorney, because he has pleaded our case before the Father because he has forgiven and cleansed our sins, because he has given us his standing in heaven, now we can go before the Father just like Jesus does and just like he did when he was on the earth. And that's what he was saying to his disciples. Until now you've asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. So he said, you haven't prayed this way yet, but when you do, ask and you'll get what you ask for. Y'all, I have meditated on that scripture so, so much. I was raised in a denominational church and and I just um, had, had always heard that when you pray, sometimes God says yes, sometimes God says no, sometimes God says maybe, and then you just don't know. So I wasn't really raised with a confidence 
that God would answer prayer. The ideology uh, was, you know, que sera, sera, whatever will be, will be. And, and you never know what God may do. God works in mysterious ways, so you never really know how God's going to answer your prayer. So, you know, really, it was, it was kind of futile in my little mind as a boy. I said, well, why pray if you're not going to expect to get an answer? People just praying to save their conscience, praying because it's a religious thing to do. I had to unlearn that. When I came to Jesus, when I was age 18, I had to unlearn all of these religious things. And you may find the same thing in your life. If you've been raised in a religious way, in a religious home, you go to church. You know, you get sometimes you got a lot of things to unlearn, and I had some. I had to kick some sacred cows out of my life, and that was one of them. The idea that you just pray to pray to save your conscience because it's a spiritual thing to do, but not really expecting anything. Get rid of that. Jesus said there, John sixteen. You know, ask and you will receive. I mean, how more positive can you be that your joy may be full? You know, other thing about prayer particularly when you're dealing with healing, the healing of your body. You know, Satan assaults us so drastically with thoughts. He bombards us with so many negative thoughts and fears when we have a a feeling in our body. Then he interjects all these thoughts in our mind about, well, you've got, you know, this, you've got that disease, you've got this disease. You remember, remember the other person, remember the person that had the same symptoms you had, and you remember they died. And he just tells you all kind of crazy things. So in dealing with faith in God to be healed and in praying for healing, you know, it's first of all important really to go before God and tell him exactly what you're thinking and feeling. That is, you're dealing with your fears. I hit fear head on. I refuse to allow fear to rule my life. Fear is a spirit. God's not given us a spirit of fear. And often, you know, Satan will come, his ploy is to place such a, uh, such a fear on us that we can hardly see around it. Fear's always based on a lie, and so you deal with a lie, and the fears are removed from your life. And so, for me, the way I deal with fear and worry is I go before God. Years ago, y'all, back in the early '80s, God gave me this wonderful scripture in J.B. Phillips' translation of Philippians chapter four, verse six: "Don't worry over anything, whatever. What do you do if you're not going to worry? Tell God every detail of your need." in sincere and thankful prayer. And I take that to task. And that is, I get somewhere by myself. So for instance, if I'm praying for healing, I've got this symptom and it's been there. And again, my encouragement, the moment a symptom comes, deal with it right then. Don't let it grow. Don't let the thoughts grow. Don't let it just aggravate you. Deal with it right then. Put your faith on it right then. The, The quicker you put your faith on it, the less it becomes entrenched and the easier it is to drive it out. But you let something stay there a long time, boy, you got some work to do. So why do that? Why do that? You know, my daddy taught me, told me about that weeds in the garden. You know, he said, you know, some of these crabgrass weeds and such, they'll uh, get down into the soil and they get become so entrenched. They become so entrenched in the soil that if you let them grow too much, they'll wrap themselves around the plant and they'll just, you can pull the whole, you'll pull up the whole bean vine with the plant. So he said, he always said, you Mitch, you deal with weeds when they're small. And that's the way it is with worry weeds. Deal with them when they're small so they don't entrench themselves and really begin to bother you. So again, uh, tell God exactly what you're thinking, exactly what you're feeling and, and ask him to. Uh, tell him every detail and ask him, say, I'm expecting to be healed, but, you know, deal with the worry and tell him exactly what you're thinking and then pray in faith. So again, you got to build your faith up and answer prayer. And if you're like me, I was raised in a church, I didn't have a lot of faith in answered prayer. 
it was just kind of, well, maybe God will answer and maybe he won't. You got to get that stuff out of your life if you're going to receive healing by faith, by praying for healing. So here's some scripture. And, um, you know, I, I have I have shared these, oh, my goodness, over a period of 26 years here at Victory Church so many times. Y'all, I, I, I basically go over these scriptures, meditating them every single day of my life by saying them out loud to the Lord as I'm in my prayer life. And I do it. Uh, just about every day. Matthew 21, 22, Jesus said, whatever things you ask in prayer, believing you will receive. Say it over and over again. Meditate that. Mark 11, verse 24, therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So we can pray for healing. And when we do, we ask him to heal our bodies You know, you can speak to the mountain, command the pain, the whatever it is, the symptoms to go, and ask God specifically, heal me of whatever this is. I've done that so many times. And so what are you doing there? You're speaking to the mountain, Mark 11, 23. Uh, Be removed, be cast into the sea. And Jesus said, if you don't doubt in your heart, believe that what you say will come to pass. You'll have what you say. And then Mark 11, 24, whatever you desire when you pray, believe you receive them, and you'll have them. So, you know, uh, Faith, again, is a gap stander. I've said that so many times. It stands in the gap. It takes the place of what you've prayed and asked for, but you don't feel or see the manifestation of it yet. Faith says you have it before you see it or feel it or experience it. That's the reason Jesus said, whatever you desire when you pray. So if we desire healing, ask God for the healing, and then let faith be the gap stander. Your faith is proof that you believe that you're healed. Your faith is proof that one day you'll get up and the symptoms will not be there to aggravate you. I have done that so, so, so many times. Y'all, it works, but you've got to work it. And so again, Mark eleven twenty four. therefore I say to you, what things soever, uh, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, you'll have them. And then uh, Luke eleven nine 9 through 10, this is J.B. Phillips' translation. And so I tell you, ask and it will be given. You search and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. The one who asks always receives. Don't you like that? Always receives. The one who is searching will always find. And the door is open to the man who knocks. So again, just positive assertions about seeking God in prayer. You know, we got to build our faith up. Uh, Jesus said, John 15, 7, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask whatever you desire and that shall be done for you. And again, that's the importance of meditating in the word. Meditation takes the word from my head, drops it down to my heart. And when the word gets into my belief system, I will act like it's true. If I hear the word, but it's not in my heart, it's just in my head, I will hear, think it's wonderful, but I won't practice it in life. But it's the word that I meditate on that drops down in my heart that that rules my life. So again, John 15, 7, if ye abide in me and my words abide or remain in you, you will ask what you would desire and it shall be done for you. And then 1 John chapter 3, verse 22, whatever we ask, and this is so good, I have meditated on this verse. It's one of my great friends. 1 John 3, 22, whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. 1 John 3, 
22. And then 1 John 5, 14 and 15. So, so good. Now, this is the confidence we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know we have the petitions we have asked of him. That is such a positive scripture. I have really meditated on this scripture so much. I had, you know, early years, I had so much doubt about answered prayer and really didn't have the confidence that God, when he heard me, he would really answer my prayer. This scripture, this scripture helped me so much. Now this is the confidence we have in him. Aren't you glad you can have confidence in the father that when you pray, he hears what you pray. Then he answers that if we ask anything according to his will, well, we know that healing is the will of God. I mean, we, we, we took a, uh, uh, we, we took a time and we talked about how we can know that healing is the will of God. And, and we went into detail on that. So again, if we ask anything according to his will, is it the will of God to heal you? Absolutely is. Uh, he hears us. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears. And if we know he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions we've asked of him. So it's just another way of saying, when you pray, believe you receive and you'll have. If we pray and he hears then we know we have what we've asked him for. That's really positive. So again, Jesus has given us a signed check. He's, it's like he's got a check from heaven's bank account and he signed his name on it and he's just said, I want you to fill in the blank. And you fill in the blank with your faith. You fill in your blank by asking. So again, ask and expect you receive. And, and a really important point here in praying for healing is not only pray and ask God to heal you, then once you do, see, that's got to be followed up on. Uh, talk like you receive. You can't, uh, don't pray one way and ask God to heal and, and then get up from the place of prayer and then talk to your family, talk to your friends, talk to your spouse as though, well, you don't know if it's going to happen or not. When you do that, you just, you just canceled the prayer. Prayer will not work if you're saying one thing to God and something else to someone else. You know, it's got to be a, a steadfast faith. Uh, James said, uh, ask in faith with no doubting. A man that doubts is like the, the, the currents of the ocean. They ebb and flow, and you never, you never know what's going to happen. And he said, that person won't receive anything from the Lord. Got to be steadfast when you pray. So let your praying and your talking agree. When I ask God to heal me, I talk in terms that I believe I receive my healing. Somebody may say, well, you know, you still got this symptom, that symptom. They may see me, whatever it is, limping or acting in some way or, you know, sneezing, coughing, whatever it is. But, you know, uh, I say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know you see that and I experience that. But you know what? I believe I receive healing. I believe that God answered my prayer. I asked God to heal me and I believe that he has answered my prayer. So, it's really important that, that when we pray for healing, talk and act as though we believe we receive healing. That doesn't mean that if you're in, uh, under a doctor's care, you don't take the medication and all that. It means that according to your faith level, you do what you need to do. If you're under a doctor's care, stay under a doctor's care. But, and if you're taking medication, take the medication. But believe that you receive your healing and talk like you do. And, and, and you know, when you do, God always comes through. God answers prayer, and we need to know that. And that's an excellent, excellent way. In fact, 
it's one of the primary ways, I guess, personally, that I exercise faith because I really like to talk to the Lord and I talk to Him about everything that concerns me. And when you do that and you know that He hears you, you can be confident that He will He will heal you. I've had, I guess, at this point, all these years, thousands of times, I've I've sought the Lord in, in various ways. I don't care how small or large it is. I don't care if it's a skin rash. Uh, uh, you know, I know it sounds really strange. A, a hangnail that won't go away. A, you know, a pimple, a, a headache, or, or some other serious condition in any, any part of your body. The moment you sense something, believe God. The moment a thought comes. Sometimes the enemy starts with a thought before feeling. The moment you have that, you need to say out loud what you believe. Pray and ask God to heal you and then believe you receive. I've done that thousands of times. And y'all, God always honors faith. I hope you've been blessed today. I can't wait to talk to you again the next time. And I hope you have a great day today. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. I hope that you were able to get something out of the message today. Be sure to tune in daily Monday through Friday for more messages like this one. You'll also find our church sermons posted here from Sundays and Wednesdays. Let me also encourage you to get involved in a local church. The Bible consistently stresses the importance of getting plugged in with a group of like-minded believers. If you're local to Raleigh, you can check out our church services here at Victory Church on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. or Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Lastly, you want to reach out with some questions, concerns, prayer requests, or comments, you can email me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. Before you leave, please make sure that you subscribe and go leave us a review. Each review goes a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. Thanks for listening. Now go out there and be all that God created you to be.